This is Debbie and welcome to another episode of The Offbeat Life where I speak to inspiring individuals who ditched the norm to become location independent. We'll learn how to create sustainable laptop lifestyles from the experts that will help us achieve freedom from our 9 to 5. This week, I'm so excited to speak with Juliana Veza, who is a creative freelance food stylist and the founder of Bon Vivant Creative, an agency that provides food styling, recipe creation, photography, and videography for brands. Juliana grew up with creative parents and knew from a young age that she wanted to start a business that allowed her to express her love for food and travel. So she followed her passions and combined the two to create an agency that allows her to work with brands and products that she truly believes in. Today, she is able to travel the world creating content for hotels, restaurants, and other lifestyle brands. Listen on to find out how to travel the world and create branded content. Hi, Juliana. How are you? Hi, Debbie. Good. How are you? Thank you so much for joining me today. We're at the West, is it the West Cafe? Yes, I believe it's the West (laughs) Cafe in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So you were so kind enough to meet me here today. You have a really packed schedule. You travel a lot. So it was good that we were able to see each other. Absolutely. Before I went away. And I'm sure you're going to be going away soon too, right? So more fun. So (laughs) so many travels on both ends. (laughs) So you and I met a few years ago through Instagram, and this is actually the first time that we're meeting each other in person, which is hilarious. So crazy. I love how this Instagram community like brings people together. It's like one of my favorite parts about it. So can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you lead an offbeat life? So my name is Juliana. I am a food stylist and content creator based in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. I kind of travel and work everywhere. Um, I'm an entrepreneur, work for myself, and I've just been building a brand for about two years now, which has been super exciting. I just love how my business can take me all around the world and can, can bring me to such incredible places and I can be doing what I love to do, which is food styling and creating photos and videos for a variety of different brands and hotels. You are doing something really unique because I don't meet a lot of people who are food stylists. How did you get into this type of industry? What was the first thing that you did in order to actually get into this? So believe it or not, my mom actually is a professional food stylist. She's been in the industry for about 40 years now and she's just the most incredible food stylist I know. She's the one who kind of introduced me to what food styling is and kind of got me into it. She said, you know, I think you'd be really good at this. You love to cook and you really have an eye. So being a creative, I was just really inspired by that. And I've been cooking my whole life. So cooking's been a part of of who I am and what I do. So I went to school for new media and graphic design and I didn't know what to do with it. So when I thought about combining it with food, I was like, wow, this is like kind of perfect. Like it's meant to be to combine two things I really love, which is creating photographing and taking videos and morphing that with food and food styling so that's kind of the background and how I got into it really feeling super blessed that I did from the time you and I spoke to now there's been so many different changes in your life specifically with what you were doing so first you were just doing food styling and now you incorporated travel into it now how did you make that transition I think it was honestly a little difficult for me because I know I love food and I've always been cooking, like I said, but I was feeling a little bit 
uninspired by just the food on my feet. You know, it didn't really, I knew something was missing and I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I felt like something was lacking, but um, I actually went to a food styling and photography workshop in San Francisco. And it was like a three-day course with my one of my really good friends now, Bella, um, of Fulfilled. I'll link, you know, I wish I could like share her account. She's incredible. And she basically was the one who inspired me to to put more of what I wanted on my feed, which was travel, and kind of like incorporate the two. So I definitely remember there was a point where I kind of made that transition and it was actually kind of in the summer, I think it was about two years now and I was about to take on my first branded partnership in Hawaii with two resorts there. So I was kind of changing my feed then and there and I, I'm really happy that I went in the food and travel you know, direction because that's what I really wanted my account to be and that's what I was inspired by the most. So. Yeah, I definitely took that leap. I'm really happy that I did because I think it was a successful outcome. For somebody who is looking at your feed and who's looking at what you're doing as a food stylist and also as a traveler, how are you able to actually pitch to these companies, especially if you're just starting out and you don't know what's happening yet? That's a great question. When I first started pitching to brands, like I literally, no joke, I remember like sitting on my bed probably two years ago now and just reaching out to like, no joke, like 150 <laughs> hotels, like all around the world, like no shame in the game at all. It was just like, whatever, like I'm just going to reach out. I'm probably going to get denied. And I did by a lot of hotels. <laughs> and that, that was kind of a bummer. But then I, I got a couple responses that were like, hey, we really love your work. Like your work's beautiful. And I think to like hear those words of like affirmation, like knowing that someone really thinks your work's worthy, I think that kind of stands for itself. And I got two, two of my first partnerships ever in Hawaii, Evan and I did, and we were thrilled. Like we were blown away, but it was just kind of putting ourselves out there and letting letting like your, your work be seen and not caring about what the outcome's gonna be just I think is the biggest first step. Like just creating content and then putting it out there and just like hoping for the best ultimately. And we're also gonna talk about creating the right type of content on your extended interview so you can get those types of companies to work for you. So that's gonna be really exciting. Yeah. Now when you have been doing this, you've been doing this for two years. Yes and you transition to it, how hard is it to actually get a client and to be successful in this industry? It's extremely hard to get clients. I feel like I had a little bit of an advantage because of my mom. I think some of my first clients actually were, are and are still working with my mom directly. So I think that she kind of got me into the field, got me experienced clients and kind of got my name out there. That helped initially, but I think it is hard to to get clients that will stick around and who will be really secure clients. I think that's the hardest part in this industry. It's like clients will come and go. It's kind of just like who's going to be a loyal and dependable client, someone you're going to want to work work for, you know, every month. And I have a, a, a couple clients that are like that, that are like, okay, you know, you're doing two videos a month, like that's locked in. So I think it is hard initially, but really building that relationship and um, showing that you are worth it and then your work is worth it, I think, uh, will help ultimately. Pitching to travel companies like hotels, is it completely different from pitching to other companies, especially for food and styling? I think it's it's similar but different. I mean, on the hotel pitch, it's more of, hey, I you know I can offer food styling, but I can also offer 
food videos, food recipe videos, spa videos, lifestyle videos, travel videos. It kind of opens up a whole new door. So it is slightly a different pitch in the wording and kind of what you're giving. And then I think the food styling is, it's very specific. I mean, they, they want to know, hey, can you style ice cream? Can you style hamburgers? Can you style, you know, chicken? Whatever it is, I think it's more of a specific thing, whereas hotel, it's, you know, there's a wide variety of services. It definitely is a different sort of pitch, I would say. Similar in a way, but still different. Having been in this industry for a few years now, what has been the biggest setback that you've encountered and how did you get around it? I think the biggest setback is like starting off. It's, it's super scary and like, I think that's like the side of this whole thing that people don't talk about is like being an entrepreneur and like having to pay for your taxes and like deal with that whole side of a business and, and seeing where your money's going and, and, and kind of looking at it at a different perspective versus like, oh, hey, I have a really you know beautiful Instagram feed. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? There's, there's definitely another side to the whole thing that I wish people kind of looked at and paid attention to more because it does look like, you know, a dream situation <laughs> on the Instagram feed, you know, but there's a lot of work and a lot of time. And I just, I owe a lot to my parents for just being my rocks and for being so supportive and helpful as entrepreneurs themselves. Like they, they've been crushing it. So to have their help and support has been been huge throughout this whole thing for sure that's really great too that you are part of a family who are really creative like yeah. your mom is a food stylist also your dad is a pianist so. yeah it's it's pretty crazy I feel like I was almost meant to be in my own business and like do this my whole life like I kind of I kind of owe a lot to them and like they they showed me everything they know so yeah it's 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 very cool to, to come from an entrepreneurial background definitely which is really cool because then you travel a lot, too, with your mom. Yes, this is so fun. I know. My mom and I, have we've been traveling, and my whole family, we've been traveling since I've been a baby, and it's it's really cool to have that. And I feel like that's a huge part of why I have this, like, wanderlust, like, <laughs> crazy desire to travel the world. They know they're responsible for that. They know that. <laughs> that's definitely true. You talked a little bit about Instagram. How have you been able to keep that going, especially now there's a lot of people that are burned out from it. And I know you use it a lot for your business and also when you're traveling, you use that as, you know, a lot of us use as a, yeah. like a portfolio yeah. for it. Now, how have you been able to continuously grow and also use that for your business? Uh, that's a really good question. It's it's a struggle, honestly. I mean, it's it's no joke it's it's work i mean i think that a lot of time and thought goes into it and i do find it especially time consuming when i'm not on these traveling trips where i'm going to these crazy beautiful destinations when i'm in new york city and i have to make something of it i think that's when it's the hardest i feel like there's a lot of pressure to always be creating and always be curating but Lately, I've stepped back and realized, like, hey, what do I want to put out there? What do I want to show? And, like, making it worthy, I guess. But, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely work. Some of it is branded work on my Instagram. Some of it is just me curating content. It's definitely a mix. But either way, there's work involved. <laughs> it's definitely um, – it's a lot. <laughs> That's, I think, another misconception that people – don't understand yeah. is that you just come out with these beautiful photos and then that's it. It takes a lot of work Absolutely. to actually do this. <laughs> no one gets it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, people do, but it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it can be overwhelming, but I still, I still wouldn't trade it. Like I still love 
love creating. I'm just, I feel like if I'm not creating something, something's off, you yeah. know? Yeah. How have you been able to create income when you first started and how do you continue to create income today? Good question. When I first started, I a lot of my income was from my mom and from assisting her as a food stylist. I, I would just go on all sorts of jobs with her all around. We would even do some traveling for work as well. But that's where I first started. That's how I first made my income. And then it slowly started that I acquired like my own clients and had my own clients work every month or two months or whatever. And it kind of just built up from there. You started your company. What has been the most surprising thing that you have found when you started this and even now? That's a really interesting question. The most surprising thing maybe for me is just like standing my ground and like realizing that if you think that you're worth more than you really are, like it just goes a long way. Like I, I think standing up for yourself and what you're worth and what you can offer, I think that that surprised me the most because you just sometimes you're you're insecure and you know, initially I remember like I didn't really speak up or hold my own or kind of just like learning about how to pitch to clients I think is something that uh, you'll learn along the way but that's something that surprised me the most just how much it shows when you just show your confidence and you know that you can own it. And I think that's something that you learn as you go. Yeah, that's right? for sure. I was not like that day one. I remember just being just, I don't know, you don't think that much of yourself. You're like, who am I? Like, there's so many other people out there. But then you learn that, you know, hey, I'm really good at what I do. And when you master that skill, I think it shows and it goes a long way. So having confidence, because there's a lot of people who do not have as good as work as you, but have the confidence and they probably get more work or more pay because yeah. of that confidence that yeah. they have in themselves. For sure. It goes a <laughs> long way. It really does. It really, really does. Which is pretty interesting because you would think that a lot of people in this industry would have a lot of confidence because of all the photos that you see, right? Yeah, it's misleading. Instagram's misleading. You never know how people really feel. What has been the worst advice that you have ever received? The worst advice I've ever received? Maybe like you can't do this or you're not good enough or that's, I've just, I remember hearing a lot of like kind of doubts in the beginning. Just like people will look at you and be like, what are you doing? Like, you know, if you're like, if you're doing anything different or out of the norm, like people are going to look at you and just not listening to that and kind of holding your own um, helps for sure. <laughs> I think you get a lot of that for sure. Absolutely. I mean, the more you grow, the more you're going to get a lot of different feedback. So it's just like how you handle it, your perspective on it. But you're really lucky because your parents are also doing something out of the norm. So they definitely understand at least you don't have yes. that struggle. Yes. They've, encur <laughs> they've really encouraged me throughout this whole thing. So I do, I do feel really blessed. Juliana, if you look into the future about 50 years from now, what legacy would you like to leave and what do you want to be remembered for? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I just want to be known as someone who, it's a really good question, <laughs> give me a minute. <laughs> someone who just inspired people to just be creative and to just do what they love and I want people to be inspired by my work, but I also want to inspire people and, and, sh and help people and share my expertise of what I know. And that's, that's what I would love to leave behind. What has been the biggest takeaway for you since you started this whole thing? The biggest takeaway is like being able to 
do what I love. I just never thought that it would be a possibility of just creating a life for myself where I can cook delicious food and travel the world and do this together and um, do it with my, my boyfriend, Evan, and do it with my family and friends and just to be able to continuously wake up in the morning and just be so excited to do what I love as my job. I feel so blessed. And I think that's the thing that really gets all of us, even the people who have not done this and even the people who are doing this who are struggling and they still continue to do it is a fact that you have freedom in your life to do whatever it is that you want to do. And even if you're struggling, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it still is worth it because of what you can do with your life and you have complete freedom. So I think that's like the biggest thing I tell people. Like, yeah, in the beginning, like, it's not easy. Like, you're, you don't have a lot of money. I still don't have a lot of money. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Like, you know, there's, like, you, there's so much to learn and so, mu so much. I have so much more to grow. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's a struggle in the beginning, but it's seriously, seriously worth it. And I think that's the difference between the people that actually succeed and the people who fizzle out is just Absolutely. being persistent because you are not going to foresee every single thing that's going to happen to you. There's a lot of good ones but there's also going to be so many bad ones so you have to stick it out if Absolutely. you're going to be in this type of lifestyle i agree it's aggressive <laughs> it it's, is it's aggressive it's competitive for sure like no doubt but sticking it out is so worth it what has helped you continue to be motivated to keep doing this aside from the freedom honestly what, what motivates me in the morning is traveling so much like i'll i'll wake up actually and think about where I'm going next, what, what, what I'm going to be seeing next. Just like, it's just a beautiful thought to think about that there's something so incredible around the corner, like no matter what. So just like kind of for me envisioning my next travel and to know that that's an opportunity for me, that's what, that's what motivates me. That's what gets me going and finding inspiration in New York. I mean, yeah, that could be difficult too, but yeah. I think that it's just about seeing the different parts in New York that are almost just unnoticed and just making them somewhat beautiful. You know what I mean? Trying yeah. to trying to find those pops of colors. Like I search for blues in New York. Like I'm <laughs> constantly on the search of like, where's this like next blue building or door like to go with my aesthetic or just hunting down the best smoothie bowl or even avocado toast. Like just making, making nothing beautiful in New York, I think helps and get inspired you know yeah. it's all about the creativity that you find wherever you are so it doesn't For matter sure. where it is and you find inspiration everywhere with food with travel oh, with yeah. clothing so it's everywhere <laughs> absolutely it's everywhere so now let's get to some fun questions some people like myself i nerd out on interviewing inspiring people like you and hiking what about you juliana what do you nerd out on I love to snowboard. I feel like that's one of my favorite things to do in the winter that I don't get to do, unfortunately, now that I live in New York. I love to play tennis. I love to hike, too. I'm super outdoorsy. I went to school in Maine. So oh, wow. for me, like, the outdoors is everything. I'd be hiking every weekend and exploring. So, yeah, being outdoors, sports, all that good stuff. What has been the most memorable moment in your trip that has ever happened to you? Huh. Another good question. I've been on so many trips. I mean, <laughs> a memorable moment uh, was in in Bora Bora in French Polynesia with Evan. I don't know. Something about that trip just made us kind of just take a step back and be like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> what are we doing? How is this our job? Like, just a moment of pure 
bliss and appreciation. Just a wow moment, I think. Just to step back and be like, wait, where where are we? You know, <laughs> like just like, yeah. I think for me that was that was it. I'm sure there'll be many more of those moments to come, and I've had a ton, but for for me that sticks out the most. It's really interesting when you find yourself at a point in your life that everything that you're working for, you're actually starting to achieve. And you have that pinch yourself moment that it's actually happening and you can't believe that you're there and it's actually all coming true or at least it's starting to come true. How good is that feeling? It's crazy. It's like, it's just the most surreal feeling in the world. You're like, I'm doing this. Like I'm creating this life that I've always dreamt of it's it's incredible it really is a it's like a pinchy moment for real a few months ago or even a year ago or a few years ago that you were just thinking about this and then all of a sudden it's right in front of you and it's happening isn't that the crazy thing i remember like literally google searching like you know bora bora french (laughs) colonies just being like oh my god like this would be like incredible honeymoon destination (laughs) but like i don't think i'll ever be able to like go there like who go you know yeah, when your dreams become reality, it's like, wow. It's the craziest it's, thing. It's crazy. It's, it's really It's the craziest nuts. thing. And that's the thing. If you just take that step forward to actually starting to do it, you never know what's going to happen. Just one step, like just one email, you know, like just one reach out, one connection. Like everything leads to something. I'm, I'm a firm believer in that, you know. I think putting yourself out there is really the first step and – just being confident in what you what you can do. Even if you're not confident, especially in the beginning, just fake it. Fake it. Fake it till yeah. you make it. You know, like that's <laughs> I'm, I'm always about that. I'm on all my food shoots. I'm like, oh, fake it till you make it. It's fine. Like, <laughs> believe, full believer. You know, you can always you can always play like you know you know what's going on at all yeah. times. It's gonna start to happen. Everything is gonna come full circle, and you're gonna be in that moment where For you're just gonna sure. be like, what is yeah. happening? In this absolute is, awe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? They can find me at my Instagram, which is at Juliana Veza, J-U-L-I-A-N-N, two N's, A-V-E-Z-Z-A, or bombvivantscreative.com, which is Evan I's creative agency. We just launched our LLC, so we're officially... A creative agency so you can find all of our work there including like branded partnerships and a little more about us and our work and all that and my recipes that are on there as well so that's fun i know yes. your website is really gorgeous so you all thank should you. definitely check that out so thank you juliana yes, for thank you debbie for having coffee and she's eating her avocado i toast. am mid avocado <laughs> toast i had to take a break and <laughs> <laughs> to pause i will be getting back to that now <laughs> Aww, thanks juliana thank you so much debbie pleasure to be on here with you I hope you enjoyed this interview with Juliana. Make sure to visit TheOffBeatLife.com. Again, that's TheOffBeatLife.com to get the extended interview with Juliana where she shares how to create beautiful content that will land you brand sponsorships. Hey, Offbeat family, I really appreciate you listening to this episode. I would love to hear more from you and what you think of the podcast. Suggestions on guests, topics we can discuss, or maybe you just want to be friends. Why don't we chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life or send me a message at hello at theoffbeatlife.com.